You Found Rebirth, a podcast to inspire your brilliance. I'm Kate Breton, your guide here as we listen to stories of intuitive courage and empowered living. Today's episode is with Heidi Garris, a transformational abundance coach, an intuitive energy healer, and a profound practitioner with quantum field work. Heidi is so generous of spirit that you can hear her intuitive nature and as she reveals to you that you have infinite support and describes it to you so beautifully she also reminds us that there is still human striving and that we are all coming into better versions of ourselves if you're listening to this on the new moon heidi actually has a new moon manifesting circle at four o'clock p.m today perhaps you'll be able to catch it in time you can email her at heidi at tap into abundance now.com heidi at tap into abundance now.com you can also look her up on her website thank you so much for tuning in to rebirth don't forget like share and subscribe if you find something here that is a resource pass it on to another hi heidi hi kate it's great to be here with you <laughs> thank you for making time for rebirth i'm so excited that you're here I think of you and I think of quantum now I just think oh we're going into the quantum field (laughs) wow wow (laughs) I consider that an honor (laughs) it is it's a word that's bandied about I think sometimes um but I would love to talk to you today about what you're what you're working with with people and maybe demystifying that word a little bit one thing that I enjoy um with Heidi's work and how she approaches it, I've taken um, a couple of your classes and I had a session with you, um, the mini session, and um, is how accessible and gra- grounded you make very, um, if someone's new, intangible concepts. that they're, they're present. It's just up to us if we want to meet them. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Yes. Um, I, I definitely go into the woo, (laughs) but, but yeah, I think my, uh, my background, I I come from a really grounded space. So, um, coming from the, the academic world and psychology and psychotherapy probably is why, uh, one reason why I'm able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, and you do, you go, if you, as you call it, the woo, you, you do (laughs) access really phenomenal places but sometimes what I appreciate, I'll say it this way, what I appreciate is that when people are um, possess the ability to make it accessible and grounded, I think it anchors for people more. Mm-hmm. You're empowering them. You know, you're like kind of giving them the tools to access them in themselves as, as, oh. as being something that's. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. My, that's one of my driving um, purposes is to, is to really empower the people that I work with so that they're not reliant on anyone, that, that their inner guidance, that their inner knowing, that they can access that ultimately, mm-hmm. um, as, as well as the tools that I give them, right? That they can, uh, and, and not that we don't ever need guidance, of course. I mean, I work with people and I, I guide them, I lead them, but um, dependency is not my... Great differentiation. (laughs) You know, that's a great. I I guess what I should first do is say, "What do you do, Heidi? Do you want to tell us how you would describe what you do?" 
Yes. Um, so I guess what I, what I do is I mix up all of the, the amazing trainings and, and, and learnings and experience in my life, which range from, as I mentioned, um, training in psychotherapy and, and I'm working on my PhD in metaphysical uh, counseling psychology now um, and everything in between all of the, the energy work tools, um, uh, tapping and matrix reimprinting. I'm, I'm a learner, I'm a seeker. So <laughs> constantly, you know, looking for um, an edge and to, to help my clients, but I use all of that. It's all comes down to healing. I mm-hmm. kind of say it's stealth healing. <laughs> um, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and, and spiritual leaders who are really looking for a, the next level of success and abundance in their life. But it, it comes down to aligning the inner self with what you want on the outside. And, and so much of what gets in our way is our old, our, our wounds and our past and the trauma of, of our experiences. So um, it's stealth healing. <laughs> Some people don't realize that when they, when they start out, but um, they're always grateful um, to go on that in the end, grateful to go through that process of, of healing. That's a beautiful way to say it. And I like how you talked about dependency because sometimes, you know, if you're new to this, if this is a concept that's new to you, um, that's one access point. And also if you've been on the journey a long, a long time, you might think that you don't need um, community and we all do, you know, we all need to kind of go back and, and when we are aligned with ourselves, you know, a friend of mine said, you know, the person that's, I forget how she said it, but it was more like it, there, it, there's a very large power in knowing when you need help, right? Oh. So there's moments in life where it's like, okay, I have these tools and I'm like cruising along. And then life might say, hey, guess what? You're going into a major phase of change. And that's a really good time to reach out to people when you're like, okay, my life is, my life is patterning differently. It could be good. It could be bad. But I need that reflective help or tools. And I, I think sometimes that gets lost. We kind of think like, oh, I learned that. But I know for myself, it's when things change, you, you know, community is a part of being human, right? You can't really figure, we're not really built to figure it all out by ourselves no. all the time. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not. I think the whole um, learning to depend on your, on your inner knowing and your, your own guidance, um, knowing that you are enough, like that's super, super important. But yes, know that part of that is then knowing when to say, um, I, I need support, I need help. Um, I, I know that's been a challenge for me in, in my life, asking for help. And uh, I, I, thought, <laughs> I thought that I did not pass that on to my daughter, but I actually, I actually have. So that is something that she's now um, struggling, struggling with is as asking for help. And um, if I can share just a little bit of personal yeah. things yeah. around that. Um, and she knows that, that I talk about this and she's, she's free with, with speaking what has happened to her. So I'm not be- betraying any kind of trust here. But, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's now 16, but when she was 14, her, her best guy friend um, took liberties that were not to be taken mm-hmm. um, despite her, her saying no. And so she, she, she terms it that she was sexually assaulted. And uh, so that was a big trauma for her. And in a short period of that same of that same summer, um, a girlfriend betrayed her in a very uh, unbecoming way, and that brought up the trauma that she went through in middle school, which I didn't even know about. I didn't know that she was bullied. I knew that there were some issues. You know, there's always drama mm-hmm. in middle school, but sure. she was actually bullied fairly 
mercilessly and hit it very well. But all of those things kind of came to a boiling point then in the fall where she wanted to take her life. And uh, she had a plan and she had a note written and thank goodness at the, at the last minute she came to me and it was like the middle of the night. And um, I'm ever, ever grateful that, that she, she did not take that final step. Um, so she, at, in the, in that moment, she reached out to me, but we, now we've come to a point where she's, she's healed to a certain degree and now she's resisting help. She's resisting mm. even further. And, and I even find it even in small things, she's just like, I, I, I don't, I don't want to ask for help. I want to do it myself. I want to mm-hmm. do it myself. And I think that comes from the wounding from, you know, not being able to trust somebody that you thought you could trust. So she's mm-hmm. just trying to be self-reliant and my words to her almost daily are, you know, I, I really wish you would receive help because your life will be, um, will be that much easier down the road. So my prayer is that she opens up to that. I can't push her. It's got to be in her own timing. Um, but yeah, asking for help and community and, and, and finding the community that really sure the right community. It's not just whoever is, um, yeah, sometimes the invitation to community are not necessarily the most beneficial ones. And I know you have a story about that. And we'll get before we get to that, can, if there's a parent <laughs> listening that heard what you just said, because the story you just shared with us is a tremendous one. Yeah. So how does a parent not, you know, of course, there's nothing prescriptive. Right. How does a parent handle and and rebound would be my word from that moment in the middle of the night? Yeah, well, and even after. So I, I, I think as parents, we rise to the occasion mm-hmm. and our best self comes forward when it really, really needs to. If, if we love our children, then we can be that rock for them. And that's what I, I, I had to be in those moments for her. Right. Um, you know, I was half asleep on the sofa. She comes down and just was completely dissociated and, and just sobbing uncontrollably. And um, I, I, I'm grateful for my training because that also kicked in. I've always been able to handle um, high stress and, and emergency situations with a degree of dissociating myself, like needing to dissociate from my feelings and just being there for the person. Um, so I guess for a parent, you know, whatever you can do to put your emotions aside and just be the rock for them, mm-hmm. um, um, just affirm the love. And if, if they're not safe in that moment, fortunately, my, the moment passed for my daughter and then she was safe. So there have been wobbly times before mm-hmm. since then, but not to the point where she would actually take action. Um, so, but if, if, you know, don't hesitate, get them help. If, if, if they need hospitalization, if they're not safe of course, yes. with themselves, of course, don't hesitate that. But um, what about you after the exhale? What I notice in parenting, it's not the moments <laughs> of crisis that's yeah. so hard because yeah. you do, you rise, there's a force, there's a love, there are these things and you just, you do the best that you can. And I do yes. believe, like you said, the best that you can is always enough because we are human. Yeah. For me, it's more the after breath when everything has subsided is when your the parental nervous system gets a chance to uh, you're yeah. so right. it's so interesting because yes and so for my daughter because there was trauma on top of trauma on top of trauma which you know as a therapist and a healer I thought oh I would be able to help my daughter with all of that you know and, 
I'm only laughing in 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 community for lack of a better word, not at yeah, yeah, in resonance. I'm laughing yeah. in resonance. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna be able to, to get her past that. Yeah, and that was not her journey. And and that's okay. She actually has since said, and actually not that long after she got past that that you know, that critical point where she wanted to kill herself. She said, mom, you know, I don't even think I would take it back what happened because I've learned so much about myself. Oh, that's so, tremendous. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, but yes, so, so trauma on top of trauma. And so it's been a, a, a really long journey. It wasn't just a one trauma situation to heal and get through and then with her resistance. So it has been two years and I can exhale. I just recently, I felt like I've been able to exhale. Um, so for the past two years, I've been trying to manage and help her as much as she would let help be given and then try to find her the outside help because I can't be her therapist. Really. Right. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. yeah. In the moment I needed to be and then in the, the ensuing couple of days and, and weeks, but it can't be ongoing. So um, it's been it's been really, really uh, a long, a long journey. So I've just been able to exhale. She's she's rounded the corner and I think we're really on a great path now. Oh, so and then I crashed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. To be like treading water and, and, and not just with that, of course, life goes on. I have a business and I, you know, think the household to take care of and a husband and, and pets. And so, um, yeah. And so I crashed. I, <laughs> I suddenly felt like, uh, this was a couple of months ago. I, I suddenly felt like I just, I don't, you know, give a, a, a flying fig <laughs> mm-hmm. about anything about, I mean, of course I love my clients, but to really start to actively grow my business again and start to market and to do all the, yeah. all the things. I just, I just did not have it in me. I just, I feel depleted and like this desiccated dry husk of what I was. Mm-hmm. I had enough, you know, within me to, to, to rise for the things that needed to be done. But after that, I just, I just wanted to lay around and do nothing. And I kind of, you know, got the, got the, uh, the whiplash out or the, the whip out and, and lashed my back a couple of times before I realized, no, I, I need restoration. I need beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so I've given, I, you know, I allow myself to not care. <laughs> That's a powerful choice that people move. If you move past, you don't mm-hmm. actually move past. I think it's just like, it gets earmarked and it's like, no, we still need you to stop. So you can keep going, but when we stop you, it's going to be bigger. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. 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 So I just, I just, you know, let the pressure off myself. I didn't have to empty the inbox, you know, or not that it ever gets emptied, but I didn't have to get it down to a certain number every day. I didn't mm-hmm. have to market. I've just trusted that I would, I would be supplied, you know, my, my needs would be met and they have been, they always have been source has been just spirit has been just always there for me in that way. When I get to these points where I need to, to kind of step back. So, um, yeah, I've just given myself the permission to do, and also not just rest and do nothing, but to do something that fills me up that there you go and doesn't mm-hmm. feel like work. And so I found that thing and, um, and then working in, in the Akashic records, which might be yeah, familiar to some people or not, but the, the record, I just, the questions I would, I would be asking, like, how long does it take to recover from burnout? Like, how long do I really need? Because I don't want to just be sitting here and twiddling my thumbs and making excuses for myself. Right. This is actually a really important question you're asking. Okay. Right. 
you know, mm-hmm. so how long or how quickly can I recover? Um, you know, and so what is in my best interest? And honestly, it, it, it I didn't, I never got specific, you know, you need. Sure. <laughs> prescriptive. It wasn't a prescriptive answer. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it came really more in the um, find the joy, find the joy. And I found the joy. And within weeks, I feel, I just feel like I'm coming back. I feel. Okay. Yeah. So I want to slow down that answer for a second, as I think there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, because once I, I, what I find sometimes is if you're comfortable, like I call it the spiral, like if you're kind of comfortable with the cadence of life, then you can live a large part of it knowing that there's a lot of unknown. Like, of course you need known, you know, mm-hmm. you need form and function. This is why we're here. Right. But then in those crisis moments, I can sometimes then revert to, but I need an answer, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's really phenomenal that the answer came, you went very etheric. And then the answer was like tangible and it takes as long as it takes. And that's a real, that's real healing. Yeah. You know, that's real. That's a, that's an honest, honest answer. And it's a practical one. Your mind might not think it is, but joy is alchemical. So yes, it really is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I literally like almost have a physical sensation of of that of being like that from going from that desiccated, like dry <laughs> husk of what I was mm-hmm. into this like this this lush and you know like the juices back in me. I just kind of feel plumped out. <laughs> Totally. Can you talk to us a little bit about the Akashic Records, what that is, if somebody, you know, or how you, just a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. So the Akashic Records um, hold, hold the blueprint of your soul. Um, it, they, it, it is this, you know, place in higher dimensions. Sure. That, yeah. That some people envision it as a library. Uh, books, the books of knowledge, like the book of life is talked about in the Bible. And, and so all of the knowledge of, 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 of everything is contained in the Akashic records, as well as um, everything that you've ever said or done or thought every lifetime that you've lived, every different dimension, you know, uh, self that has lived. um, It's all recorded in this, this, this realm. Um, with with the akashic records and and so we each have our own guides whether you've accessed your records or not um you do have guides uh and it is the source of highest truth Mm. right so um the akasha is 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 the stuff of um of life that's I, i i'm i'm probably not translating that exactly but really um close to source you know, if, if we need to create different dimensions and step downs of that, you know, like the mm-hmm. angelic realm, it's, it's just very, very high level consciousness. And so we can connect to these guides and, and um, it's not like going to a psychic reader necessarily. It's really more about your soul journey and healing. We do healing through the records. And I, I actually have conversations. It's very um, heartwarming, I would say. It's like sitting down with one, a, a best friend who knows you better than yourself. That's a beautiful description. And I think of, you know, the Akashic records and the word Akasha in, in as I know it in Sanskrit, which I'm sure I'm not a scholar and I'm sure there's many other definitions. It's it's the sky, you know, it's uh-huh. it's beyond the sky. It's sometimes affiliated with some of um the divine mother, which is like fascinating mm. to me because that to for me, and I'm not saying this is correct, so you know, just throwing something out yeah, no. alongside of it is 
whether you create a life with your womb or not, if you have a womb, it's mm-hmm. infinite potential. Yes. So it's like form and formless in the same space, sort of like the sky is boundless, but yet yeah. it covers us. And so that's, so, and, and that's, if you look towards the sky physically, if you have, if you had that concept of like angelic realms, more, make you go, you, you look upward, right? So the, the only thing you can see is yeah. the sky. So that would be like right. the limit of forms. It's very fascinating. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. I think it contains everything and all that there is. And so of course it would be that too. I, I love that. So for someone listening, would it be like, I've also heard people say like, you know, energy doesn't die. Right. And so if someone can't, so if you're thinking like, well, how would there be a book? And if that concept, I also think tandemly the same thing that you're a frequency and that doesn't, energy doesn't die. And that right. frequency of you is in perpetuity. So it would kind yes. of be encoded with all, like you said, of all of yes. those choices. Yes. 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 And I, you know, I don't think uh, we think because we're in these in, in the physical form right now in this dimension, the third dimension that we think in those material things, like it's a sure. book, uh, you know, right. I, it's not, everything's energy and that's the en- energetic realm, but it is, it is recorded in, mm-hmm. in some form there. And Which could give us all a pause if we really leaned into that. Oh my <laughs> really yes oh my goodness you know you could spend you could spend hours and hours and, and days and weeks you could spend your lifetime in the records but we're really here to live this life now and so so dipping into the records for guidance um mm-hmm. is is just a wonderful resource that that i i treasure and um yeah <laughs> so someone would come to you one-on-one possibly mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. okay and they might say, um, I'm feeling anxiousness. I'm guessing mm-hmm. you probably have people that are coming and saying that right now. Yes, a lot. A lot of anxiety. <laughs> yeah, that's a, very, that's a very big word right now. So yes. say I'm feeling anxiousness. Um, and this is a purposely leading question just to mm-hmm. give like a case. Like how would, how would I, how would accessing the Akashic Records and working with you. So I think this is very powerful medicine because every, let me just put for the reader or listener, um, everything's moving right now. And what I've noticed is people are becoming more and more uh, flexible and open-minded to spiritual concepts because mm-hmm. form is dissolving. Yes. It's unreliable. And so it becomes very interesting for those of us that have sort of been hanging out or doing double duty, meaning like, well, Kate sounds like she's like very practical, but <laughs> there's other realms, <laughs> and that's true and there's other realms and more people are not thinking I'm so crazy now because mm-hmm. having not being attached to the physical as in its entirety is a tool right now yeah yeah yes yes so so I would just like to kind of lean into how how could I perceive working with you as the Akashic record as a tool if I'm feeling anxious well, um, we can access, of course, information that you may be you may be concerned about or worried about. It's and and it's not so much for prediction. I mean, I guess we could go there. You know, what's going mm-hmm. to happen? But it's more about how to navigate this world and in this life. And so the Beautiful. record keepers, yeah, so they can give you information as to how you will best, how you can best navigate um, something. They've I, I I was working with somebody today, and. Um, and what came across for her was, was was certain things for her to do to separate from um, separate her energy from 
uh, a relationship that she'd had that she just couldn't get out of her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they communicated through me to her um, a ceremony that would help her heal from that. So the same thing if somebody's coming for anxiety and if we were working in the records, um, the, the record keepers could, you know, I can't, I, I can't tell you what they would, would say. Sure, exactly. They could, they could certainly give, give a, a technique or a tool um, to, for them to, to help navigate the anxiety, to help diminish the anxiety. But we also do healing in the records. And so the record keepers are healers as well. And so I often lead people through um, if, you know, we, we determine if they're ready, willing, and able to receive this and to move forward. And, and then we, we just, we, we call on them to do the healing and it's very simple and quick, but we ask them to, um, you know, release and dissolve something on all time, dimension, space, reality, and levels of consciousness. So, um, it, it can clear, and I don't want it to sound like it's, it's a, a magic wand and whoosh once and we're done. Not necessarily. We, as humans, we rarely heal like that. We re- mm-hmm. and we don't grow like that. Right. right. Good distinction. Design. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we're designed to grow in, in, in steps and rather than quantum leaps. And I think anybody who makes a quantum or that we're back to that word quantum, mm-hmm. <laughs> anybody who makes a quantum leap um, probably has been doing a work on the inside and on the foundation before right. the outward looks like a, a quantum leap in whatever success or money or business. So, um, so that's, that those are a couple of ways that the, the records could, could help that's, that's a beautiful way to, to describe it what I'm also hearing is like and I think we have this in the mundane level of you know if you're out with a really good friend and you start mm-hmm. talking about something you can hear yourself when you are talking to someone else that you trust mm. and I I hear that element for me I don't know if that I mean this isn't the work that I do that people say well what are, what are you accessing and really you're also accessing yourself right you're accessing clarity in your own yes you know, and so sometimes I know that I, people would say you have the answers and it's like, well, that's true. But if I'm in one of those, I'm going to call it crisis or chaos points, it's harder to hear myself, you know? Yeah. So this is one way that you're, yes, you're ex- accessing the records, but if you really want to look at it, we are all interconnected. So even though you're going outside of self, yourself, you're actually going outside of yourself to hear yourself, really. Right. Yes. 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 Yeah. And and the and the record keepers will reflect that too. They they mm-hmm. often give me questions to ask my clients rather than just give them answers. They don't always just give you know the direct thing mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as we want the direct thing. Again, right. I think learning it. I think they know too. Of course, they're like they're that part of the divine intelligence. They know that as humans, we learn better through our own awarenesses. And so if they can ask a question to trigger that in us, they're not just feeding us the answer, if that makes sense. That's a great distinction on all levels, really, to to stay curious. You know, you you hear people talk about how to stay young and and fresh with life and and curiosity really is um, the necessary element. And and that's a really strong piece of healing because as soon as you give your power over to somebody else and say, well, what do you think I should do in a way that is not empowered, it doesn't really matter what happens next. Right. You've got to be part of the journey. So yeah. um, you also had a story about kind of reclaiming that, not directly that, but I also, I thought that was a great story you were willing to share with us about um, there was something that had happened in your own realm of um, kind of going off center when there was somebody in the business realm that. Um, 
Yes. Um, yeah. So somebody, somebody that I really looked up to and trusted and considered like a, at the time I said, Oh, this, this has got to be my next great teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just, they were just in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> right. And mm-hmm. my journey, I think probably one of my biggest life lessons is to trust myself and to just rel- relinquish that self-doubt as much as I can, you know, each time around the bend, relinquish a little bit more of self-doubt, self-doubt and, and come into my own knowing and, tr- and self-trust. So, um, I, she just amazing, amazing teacher on so many things. And then there, there was a point where what was coming, coming forward and, and being taught just did not sit with me Mm. (laughs) and my own Mm -hmm. was saying no. And I was going, well, maybe I'm just being difficult because she's so amazing in this area and oh my goodness. And I just adored this person and and yet I wasn't uh, my, 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 I just, I couldn't go to this other place and I don't want to get too specific. No, actually, I, I'm pref- the point is, I think if I can intercede, it's not about the specifics of it because who, no matter how far you go along, I'm really loving the story. Actually. Um, mm-hmm. We get to this point where you have to let you to get, keep going in that growth. It's almost like life needs to know that you will trust your inner wisdom yes. in every circumstance even with someone you adore and you can love 98% of them but if that 2% doesn't resonate it's still a no and often I I can totally um empathize with that like maybe I'm being difficult like I do that like well everyone else seems fine with this and I like everything else that everyone's doing so the problem must be me right which is such a fascinating place to um emphasize the necessity of being able to hear yourself yeah yeah. yeah. Okay. So keep going. So yeah, we don't, we're not yeah. interested in the gossip, of it, but I love this journey because I think it's one we all go through. And, and yeah. yeah. So what happened I, next? You well, were like, I, I agonized back and forth and back and forth because I'm committed to this. I was in a, a couple of containers with this person mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm in the world. I'm here. There's nothing, but I agonized and I literally would cry. Like, I just want to know truth. I just want to know what mm. I am, you know, and I knew what truth was, at least for my truth, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I didn't go into the records for quite a while and ask about this because I didn't want to skew my own hearing. Do you know what mm, I mean? I, I do. Yeah. So um, I did some of, I used some of the other techniques that I use, like tapping and, and um, other healing techniques to kind of get a little bit more back into my own power and, and into that space of neutrality. And went into the records and I got some just beautiful answers that did not make her wrong and it did not make me wrong, but was mm. certainly super clear as to follow your guidance, follow your heart, follow your inner knowing. So, um, and I have, and so much lightness has opened up and it's been, it's been just a, huh, just a, a big sigh of relief. <laughs> I think that's, you know, that's a life skill to not, ha- no one has to be wrong for your decision to be right. Yeah. You know, like that, like you can, that's why there's food courts. (laughs) 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 And we seem to have lost that a little bit right now. There's like that you're this or that. And it's like, I hate to break it to all of you, but we're humans. And so we have conflicting universes inside of us. I know I do. So I find it real. I, I know my toddler does. 
And so I find it very difficult that you listener don't have it as well, you know, cause I see it everywhere in every human I've ever met. Yeah. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about tapping? Because I also feel now can, do you still, I don't, do you still do tapping yeah. sometimes? Oh, okay. Oh, it's yes. Yeah. So it is a huge thing. I, so I have, you know, a number of different things that I use sure. and, and I, different kinds of people find me. Um, there's a, there's a common thread in that most of them are empaths, whether they know it or not, they have in, in, intuitive abilities, they um, heart centered and um, you know, I could go on and on, but um not all of them are woo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. Not all. So, so some of them come to me and I have one person whose husband calls me her, her voodoo doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and she started out literally, she started out with me with, with, with body work, with craniosacral therapy, which mm. I, I don't even advertise my body work anymore, but some people just fit that and they come through the door and that's what they need. So, sure. um, and then I said, Oh no, no, you're on voodoo light. You have no idea. So now <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's progressed to, 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 to tapping. And so tapping is um, in the realm of energy psychology. And uh, it, I, I guess you call it voodoo light. <laughs> for, for but we really, we literally tap on uh, meridian points, um, acupuncture points to help us uh, shift trend, uh, shift limiting beliefs to release fear from the body from the cellular memory from um you know different levels of consciousness to it helps to heal trauma um, enhance performance and and sports i mean there's it's it's a pl- it's not one size fits all necessarily but you can apply it to so many different things you really can and it's one of those i was talking with someone who teaches yoga nidra and i would put tapping in the same category as in you have nothing to lose like it doesn't really press too far outside of your realm you know you're not in taking anything it doesn't ask a belief structure of you but it it allows you to connect with your body and for me Mm -hmm. i mean i guess this is a slanted belief i always feel that when you go back to the body for wisdom Yes. Whether you're going etherically or very practically, it never, it doesn't lie. There's always Absolutely. an opportunity to come more into balance. And I, yes. I feel that your tapping is, if someone's listening to this, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm interested, you know, that hedging, I think working with you and tapping or, or one of your classes or however mm-hmm. that works is, um, again, for these times right now, when people, even people who feel strong in themselves, it's almost like, well, if you feel strong in yourself, then life is kind of like, well, we have some extra over here. So we're going <laughs> to, we're going to ask you to work on this. Um, and so I think just bringing up these tools again are really helpful for everybody. If you're like, like you said, like woo woo light or not really in no, knowing, or someone might be like, Oh gosh, I, I haven't done tapping for five years. It's like, you might want to pick it back up. It's very um, helpful to, to navigate what I'm calling um, living in courageous times. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's very helpful to manage that anxiety. I, I can't tell you how many and I, again, I don't know where they find me necessarily, but, but moms call me and they're, they're, they're kids, they're teenage, uh, uh, daughters and mostly daughters, but so, some sons, um, are, are just beyond the realm where they can manage their anxiety. So I'm, I'm seeing younger kids here now and tapping has been just a, a lifesaver for them, getting them back, um, off the brink of, of, uh, you know, I'm not a doctor. I don't prescribe medicine, sure, but, sure. but we, we have seen definite, um, uh, ability to wean off of, off of medication and to, to and to, to, to claim their own power because I, I lead them, I lead the clients through tapping here in the office, but, but, or online, most of my, most of my business online these days, sure. but 
it, it's a skill that they learn themselves and then that you can take that out and you can, you know, if you're, uh, I've had people in the middle of depositions in a lawyer's office, just being so, so nervous and under the table, they're tapping their fingertips together and getting themselves through a very, very difficult situation. So it's an empowering tool. And that, again, I go back to empowerment. I don't ever mm-hmm. want to take the reins from my clients. I want to give them the ability. So, um, and with the Akashic Records, I'm now teaching the Akashic Records. I've been certified to teach. So um, I can allow, so I don't have to just be the voice for them. They can then access their own records with, with um, confidence and, and hear their own record keepers. So that's a beautiful um, perspective that there's uh, so many ways that people can kind of come back to the body. Cause it seems like there's like a lot of talk about the body, but then there's more fear of the body. And the one thing mm-hmm. that I know is that fear is never going to really help you feel empowered. So yeah. to have these simple ways to kind of come back and, and sit inside of yourself um, are really p- powerful. Yeah. Well, the body holds everything, you yes. know, it holds, it holds the memory of the trauma. It holds the memory of belief of experiences and it holds the emotion. We I've seen, years and years and years of, of examples of clients who, who have a physical ailment, um, everything from pain in the neck to literal, literal cancer, cancer mm-hmm. of the body. And we relieve the emotional distress or the, what we we find the core of it and the body then heals. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's how it works. Yeah. If you, yeah. If you don't heal what the body absorbs, then it has to do something with it. Cause it's not just stagnant. It's, it's living energy. Yeah. So if you have trauma in your body, it will hold it in store for you. It's beautiful for that. And, and helps and helps us that way, but you can't let it there forever without there being consequences. So things like tapping and body work, um, those can really access the body and open the doors to that, the energy that's being held. So the body can heal then. And as I I'm thinking about what you shared with me. You're also working with women now doing, is that the next class that you're, I'm not that you haven't been working, that's misleading. Meaning you were telling me that you're also working on bringing women to the next level. And I would imagine um, all of these tools kind of wrap together with what you're doing with them stepping into the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about that if people are interested. Yeah. So, um, and it really comes out of my own journey. (laughs) So much. And and you can talk to us about that as well. That can be the lead in. That's a perfect way to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, just really quick, it, my own journey started, um, oddly enough with my birth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and what I perceived at the time as, um, it was emotionally true for me later, I would find out because I have found my birth parents now, but, um, so I do know the truth of it, but at the time, my little infant self on whatever level I absorbed it. Um, absorbed the emotional truth that I was abandoned and that I was rejected and that I, I didn't deserve to um, breathe the air that I was breathing. I didn't belong. I shouldn't be here. I have no right. I have no worth. So all of that great stuff. Right. <laughs> Easy bag to stuff. incarnate with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so those seeds were planted and then they grew. And so that's, that's the come from that I, I lived my life from until the time I was in my I started really started my healing journey. I think I tried to start it by becoming, you know, studying psychotherapy because we all do it to figure ourselves out. But I really didn't get my own work started until um, probably in my 30s, late 30s and 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 cracked open the core and started um, um, 
understanding the truth of who I am and my, my inner, my innate worth and the identity that I'd carried around with me all those years was not the truth was not Mm. the truth. Right. I think most of us are walking around with identities that we need to outgrow. (laughs) Well said. (laughs) Even if you have, um, you've, you've come far along your journey. Um, there is, we are being called to our next level or uh, to our highest level selves. And, and that is within us. It is literally within us. It is just covered over by all of the, the pain and the hurt and the beliefs that we've, we've been fed and we've, we've learned about ourselves, which may not be true. So, um, yeah, so I've, I've been developing this program uh, around, um, you know, guiding, guiding women to their, um, knowing the, 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 the truth and experiencing the truth of, of who they are, which I know people say that a lot, the truth of who you are, but um, it's, if you can really get that, if you can really understand who you are at the core, your inner essence and, and, and grow into that identity, mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing that you can't do. And we're, we're all called to something in this life. We're all called, we all have a soul purpose. And um, in order to in order to really offer ourselves to the world and to be a contribution to the level that we can be, we need to, to access that that part of ourselves. And along with that will come great gifts for us as well. You know, um, the peace, the joy, the 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 abundance, if that's what you want, if you want financial abundance, then accessing that identity um, of who you really are will will result in in you know in that in in a physical way in a a material way if that's part of what you're looking for so why do you think working with women specifically is a need right now oh wow I because I think it's our time (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. our time it's the time of the woman Mm -hmm. um the the structures of of male-dominated society and 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 the force and the push and that, that whole, it's, it's enough. Not, not that we don't need the energy of the masculine. Of course we do at times, but it's been so imbalanced for so long mm-hmm. and it's breaking down. It's not working. We're seeing that. Yeah. Now. Right. We're watching it. We're watching it literally. right now. Yeah. Literally unfold. And so the feminine to rise, we really, really need to, to lean into that. We need to, we need to amplify our feminine selves and, and be balanced in the masculine as well. But it's the women who are, be, are going to be called to be the leaders now. It's, it's, it's like a pendulum swing. You know, it's, yes. it's, it's, I find it often when people say, well, if you're someone who stays home, then the medicine for you to, is to go out. If you're someone that goes out, then the medicine for you is to stay home. Of course, not prescriptively, but just saying we all default one way and we come into balance by maybe at some points doing the things that is the opposite of our yes. first choice. Yeah. And so we have all sort of been pushed into the external and, you know, it's, it's the rise of that internal, of that yin, of the yeah. feminine. So that, that's beautiful. I, yeah. I um, and I'm laughing because that's sort of where our conversation started with like we, we that the female <clears throat> proclivity to say, well, this doesn't feel right. Well, what's wrong with me? Instead of it being right. like, it's just not right for me. It's just not right. Yeah. yeah, we and as women, we have traditionally done that. We question ourselves, I think, because we've not been allowed to be who we are because yes. the masculine has been so dominating over the years. Um, so if we can come into that self-trust um, and uncover really who we truly are. Um, 
again, outgrowing that, that old identity and, and discovering, discovering the true self and then allowing that to, to, to blossom and, and to, to lead the way that's, that's what's needed right now. So if, if someone who I'm sure there's going to be many people are saying, um, I want to work with Heidi now. (laughs) (laughs) Would the first step be your website? Is that the first place to go? Yes. Yes. Um, and I, you know, it's, it's been long neglected, (laughs) but it's still there. (laughs) And there are some resources there too, that, that people could get if, if they're interested in in terms of tapping. Well, we could just send a little like connection point. I heard you on rebirth. (laughs) I'd like to get on your newsletter. I'd like to learn more. That would be a good place to start. Yeah. That would be a good place. Yes. Yes. Okay, fantastic. Because we'll log all of that in the um, show notes and we'll tag the website so we don't have to get into that. But I, I really appreciate you um, making the time to be on Rebirth because I think we're going, you know, I laugh now. I'm like, I didn't really know when I titled the podcast this that we would be going through a global collective one. But here we are. And so, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's helpful to have um, resource, resources and and places that we know that that this is actually a powerful and potent time and, and that if you're seeking change there, that it's available to you. Yes, it certainly is. Yeah. So thank you. Thank this you. A wonderful conversation. Thank you, Heidi. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Rebirth. Stay connected and learn more of our offerings at katebreton.com. And if you're looking to bring a little bit of inspiration and nourishment into your inbox, join us on the Golden Thread. It's a space to inspire the everyday creative and remind you that every story has a golden thread running through it, including yours.